Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. I think we keep our headsets at different volumes. Put my headset on after Allie had used it yesterday, and thankfully it had no, there were no lice in the headset. That's, well, that's good. That's good news. That but is what we're looking the for. The uh, volume level was way down. Oh, if I had to turn it down because it was, when I first put it on, when it was your setting, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the Goldilocks. Thing. I do that to poor huh? Jonathan. It's kind of like Goldilocks, <laughs> huh? You know, like sampling the porridge. Huh? <laughs> Not hearing anything. I got it at the alley level down here. It's too here. hot. It's too cold. This bed's too soft. This yeah. bed's too. Yeah. I got. Let's. That was a little bit. Yeah, uh, super. I, uh, super die and I do the same thing when we share headsets. You know, if I take is a step high? out. No, mine's low. Oh, no, it's the opposite. And I forget Yours to turn it back up. down. So I'm, I'm sure when he puts the hey, headphones back on. You and me. That's right. Rock, Rock on, on, man. There's a reason why. Rock on. Here. Well, I'll tell you this. The longer I've been in radio, the louder my headsets have gotten. That's for sure. Because. Dude, you're young. I know. <laughs> we got to be you careful way here. to go. <laughs> well, I sit here for many hours a day with headphones on my, yeah. wrapped around my ears. So, I mean, it, it's bound to happen. You yeah. can't change it. I want to welcome 5681 to the family yes. of God. Welcome yes. to the family. That is so cool that you gave your life up to Jesus today. You know, I want to tell you that Jesus is coming back, and we want you to be ready. And I think I want to give out this nine ways, you know, uh, to know you stand with God and he stands with you. God has been using that thing a lot. Okay. And every time we send it out, people gobble it up. Because I was on this I was on this. Show with this guy a couple of days ago promoting my book. And um, we had a great discussion. And at the end, we were talking about salvation and who's in and who's out. And I said, well, here's the reality. I think when we get to glory, if there could be surprise, there would be surprise at who's there and who isn't. I think that that's that's fact, mainly yeah. because we know in Matthew 7, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, and he's going to say, I never knew you. Mm. And those were people that did mighty spiritual things in his name. It's hard to get your brain around sometimes, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. People are doing spiritual activity in the name of Jesus. But there's no reason to be freaked out, okay? No reason to be freaked out. Uh, there, but the best way to talk about this, I, and I told the guy, I said at one point, I said, you know what? Let me give you a resource because I don't want to sit here and just flap my gums and frankly, I don't want to hear you flap your gums. <laughs> Fair. We, we laughed back and forth. And I said, but Scripture speaks loudly about the evidence of a true disciple of Christ. A behavior they will exhibit, the ability to take a stand for Jesus in the public square, it's a big deal. I'm going to tell you right now, if, if somebody were to ask you, are you a disciple of Jesus and you can't robustly say yes, you might not be. Hmm. Straight up. If you deny me more for men... Your father will deny you entry into the kingdom. That's just a reality. One of the greatest evidences of being born again is you are boldly confident and unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, even there, you can get a little squiggly and go, oh, there's been a time two weeks ago when I kind of waffled a little bit. Eh, don't get wigged out. But I got a resource for you. Do we have it? Yeah. What is it? Stand? Text the word STAND to 312-274-9624. Just text the word STAND. Yeah, and the beautiful thing with this is it's just Scripture. That's all it is. 
It's nine ways to know you stand with God and he stands with you, but it's just scripture. And it will help you ascertain for yourself and ascertain how to pray for others. Could be a spouse, could be a child. And I just want to warn you as a parent, don't do a dangerous thing. I see a lot of parents do this. Here's my full-blown pastor hat right now. I need to tell you this. Do not be one of those parents that's putting your proverbial head in the sand by trying to talk yourself into something that you think your kids have. Let the Word of God speak because it's so dangerous. I mean, I've asked, I've had so many parents over the years come up to me after a message and go, oh, could you help me with something? I go, what's going on? Well, could you tell me about Johnny? Let's call him Johnny. And they'll go through the whole story. Generally, it goes something like this. He was raised in youth group, made a commitment to Christ, was baptized, but he doesn't show anything right now. And I said, you know, that, that should be concerning to you because there's a lot of people that have made statements of faith that have a life that looks anything but a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I say often, the biggest thing I say is, do you, do you know, do you have confidence that your child is a disciple of Christ? Because again, the word that we're looking for in the scriptures is not conversion or believer or Christian. Now, if we lived in first century, in the first century, A.D., Christian would be an okay word to use because it meant little Christ. It was first used in Antioch, by the way, the Church of Antioch, which is a, the most multicultural church that you find in the scriptures. You had guys from, you had black guys from northern Africa. You had brown guys from Syria. You had people from all over that whole rim of what became the Roman Empire. And so the Christian term was very derogatory and very threatening. If someone pinned you down as a Christian, there was a good chance, very good chance you'd be persecuted or have your head lopped off, Hmm. just straight up. All the disciples, less one, were martyred for Jesus' name. So we've got to remember, guys, that there was a high cost attached to following Jesus. So to be called Christian in America means diddly dip. Doesn't mean dip. Might in a few years, but it doesn't mean that much now as far as cost. Okay. But the best word that we can use that describes authentic faith is discipleship, which indicates movement. You can't be a disciple. Uh, let's, let me put it in practical terms. I can't be. Now, let's put it in, in super practical terms. Henry, Ali's husband, is a, he was a formidable outside shooter. Basketball, yeah. Yeah, he was a formidable shooter. He was lights out beyond the three. He made a living shooting the basketball. Mm -hmm. But there is no possible way Henry could have made a living shooting a basketball if he hadn't become a disciple of shooting the basketball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Can't do it. So he committed hours to shooting the basketball. Henry was in the gym when no one else was. So are there basketball players that are players in name only? You better believe it. In the pro ranks, there are guys so underliving their potential. So the greatest assurance that you are a three-point shooter is that you shoot three-pointers. <laughs> right? Yes. This is the, gra- the greatest assurance that you're a disciple of Jesus is that you're following Jesus. 
And the word disciple is used, again, I keep getting screwed up on this because I've used a couple of different numbers, because whether you use the word follow, follow, following, disciple, or discipleship, that word is used almost 300 times in the New Testament. The word Christian, three times. That's in the ESV. The word believer as a label for someone, 11 times. Okay. And we need to be careful with the word believer because we find in James that even the demons believe in God and they tremble. So the best word to use is disciple. And I just want to encourage you, uh, this Christmas season, we're talking about preparation. You want to be prepped for your kids coming home from college, especially if they've been off to a state school where they're getting indoctrinated with a bunch of garbage, trash, worldview that is so... I mean, what's really wild is I've been preparing for next week because we're going to talk about how Jesus changed the world next week. Guys, Harvard was based on divinity schooling. Isn't that amazing? Now it's a bastion of liberal thought and godlessness. I'm not on a rant. I'm just being being real here. Boy, we're going long already. Uh, but I, I, I want you to know where you stand with God. I, I want you to know where you stand with God. I don't want you to be unaware. And uh, Scripture screams loudly. And these nine little things that you'll find in this blog, I want you to come get them. And this is great because this is, this is something that, and by the way, is it okay for a parent to look at a child's life and to examine whether or not they exhibit the traits of a disciple? Yes! <laughs> for, for crying out, pick it loud! Yeah. You, you assess whether or not they're ready to get in, an engineering degree or even go down that path. You look at SAT scores. You look at all this. Do they do SAT anymore? I don't know. But they, you do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course you assess. Here's why so that you can pray intelligently and you can love them rightly. Spirit of God will give you conversations to have that you might not otherwise have had. So come and get this little resource. The key word is stand, and I I hope it will help you in seeing where you are with Jesus and where those you love are with Jesus. Just text the word stand to 312-274-9624. We've been in a passage this morning, Matthew 24, that's a, you guys remember the song, two men walking up a hill, one disappeared and one's left standing still. I wish they'd all been ready. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I I know it because I think that you've sung it and I, I feel I haven't heard, <laughs> never heard the original, but I've heard it. For, I've heard people sing it a couple times. Husband and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. I wish we'd all been ready. Oh that wow. song scared the bejeebies out of me. <laughs> it's a scary song. It doesn't mean that it's not real, but it's a no, scary well, it's, song. What it is, is it's a knockoff of Matthew of 24. Passage. Yes, absolutely. That's what it is. It didn't come out of thin air. Who wrote that picking thing? Somebody find it. Uh, But I I know it was popular. Now, you probably got to go deep in the archives to find this sucker. I doubt it's worth playing on air. But (laughs) it's a good one. It's Larry Norman. Larry Norman. So here's the deal. (laughs) That song and this passage and all the guys that came through Sand Lake Baptist so freaked me out. That when I got home from Prudhoe Bay one day, here I am, minding my own business, running from God, 
snorting cocaine, drinking Crown Royal, carousing around like a wild man. And all of a sudden, the potential that I might not know Jesus hit me in the face like, I mean, Mm. no! Uh Uh-oh. No! Am I one of those? Yeah. Scary thought. I'll tell you the story coming up. This is Chris Tomlin. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Merry Christmas. It no, gets better. It, it gets does. better. It gets better. We'll turn this ship around. A man and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. I wish we'd all been ready. This is it. That that song right there, man, that thing was the one that God used in my life in a pretty powerful way. I did not surrender to Jesus on this day, but boy, did I get a scare. So I touched down in Anchorage, Alaska, coming off the oil fields, 737, 99% filled with dudes, most heading to the bar. I headed home to my apartment to get ready for a big night of partying, had a fistful of cash and ready to rumble. And I'm jumped in the apartment, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to call my dad, see how he's doing. Yeah, see how he's, what's up? I think yeah. he was still a principal at Chugiak Elementary. Couldn't get through to his line. No problem. I'll call mom. I can get a hold of mom. She's always at the phone, out at the home on the lake in Wasilla. Rings through, nothing. No problem. Then I get a little check in my gut. Because the Holy Spirit's hounded me this mm-hmm. whole time. And I'm thinking, husband and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. This song starts going through my head. Oh, boy. Yeah. oh no. And I'm like, huh. Well, I'm going to call a guy named Keith. He's the director of Youth for Christ. And if Keith's here, I'm fine. So this was a call solely to check to see if Christians now are anywhere on the planet. <laughs> okay. People you knew were without a doubt were oh, yeah. okay. These guys are born again. There ain't no doubt about it. And I called down to Youth for Christ. There is no answer at Youth for Christ. Boy. I can't get oh, man. I can't get a switchboard. Now my heart is racing. Wow. And I am panicking. And I sprint out onto my railing to see if there's cars going in ditches on the little oh, side man, road really? where I lived. No, this is absolutely. Yeah. Now I, I burst out through these French doors out onto my, I had a nice apartment, bust through these French doors out onto my patio and I'm looking up and down the street. I'm panicked. Hmm. I run back inside and I forget who the fourth person is, but I decide I got to call one other person and I called him up. And they didn't have caller ID back in the day. And I knew he was born again. And when he picked it up, I just hung up. And I like, (sighs) okay. And in my mind, time to get ready to go partying. Because you you thought, maybe I I missed it. I I thought I missed what is commonly known as the rapture or the saints that are pulled up from this earth. 
Mm-hmm. I was freaking out, guys. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is because, you know, on, on one hand, some of it sounds comical a little bit, but. It's dead serious. It's very serious. And that, that fear of maybe it's too late. Oh, man. Anyone else feel that with me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> you're worried. Like, I mean, that was before I was genuinely saved. These were kind of thoughts that went through my head is like the relief of the, the fake relief of thinking, oh, I've got more time. I've got more time. You know, if I can just, you know, do what I want for now, then later I can kind of come all back to it and and we're going to be fine. But I've got more time right now. And that's a relief. Yeah. Yeah. What a dangerous way to live. It's a super dangerous way to live. And so I just want to tell you right now, Matthew 24 is very clear. There's going to be a couple of guys out in the field and one's going to turn his head and the other one's gone. These are Jesus's words. Two women just going about their day, working at a mill, milling some wheat probably, and one turns around and one's gone. And so what did Jesus say? He says, be alert. Ironically, he's speaking to people that were of the faith, and he's challenging them to be alert. But this passage is very, very convicting for those who are living on this fence Because living on the fence is a dangerous place to live. What do you mean by living on the fence? Living on the fence means that you're neither in nor out. You're not like full-blown idolater, but you're not all the way in the church. And the reason that that's so dangerous is that you lack certainty about where you stand with God. Are there people on the fence who are derailed disciples? Sure. Are there people on the fence who have never been a disciple of Christ? Get off the fence, guys. This is a day to make sure you know where you stand with God. The greatest preparation we can do is to know where we stand with God. Fair enough? Yeah. And so, Absolutely. I mean, I think that begs the question, how? To the person who's listening and go, well, that kind of sounds like me. I, I think I am on the fence. How do I make sure? Yeah, let me be really clear. Um, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ— When you come to the point where you are poor in spirit, where you are spiritually bankrupt, Jesus said you are blessed. Why? Because when we are at the end of ourselves, we are at the beginning of what we can be as a disciple of Jesus Christ. He said, whoever believes in me will not perish but have everlasting life. But that belief is not intellectual assent. It's the surrender of one's soul in totality to the leadership of Jesus. Yeah, you know, there's a, you know, a famous old chair illustration where you put a chair on a stage. I remember Josh McDowell doing this back in Seattle when I was 14, 15 years old. Went down to a youth conference, saw Josh, told him, I said, man, that, that one rocked my world back in the day. He goes, yeah, I remember being in Seattle. I remember having that chair out. But it's one thing to look at a chair and say, I, I believe that chair can hold me up. You can talk about it all day long, but until you put your full faith and trust in that chair and sit in that chair, you haven't really believed that chair for anything. And that's the way it is with Jesus. You got to put the full weight of your life in his hands and surrender it to him today. If that's you and you're ready to go right now, pray with me. Jesus, I want to give you my life today. I don't want to be left behind. I feel in this moment I'm being surprised by your spirit because I'm being convicted right now. Tell him that. 
you're working in me. And today I give you my life. I don't want to be left behind. I want to live today. And today I believe that you died for my sins and I put my full weight of my life in your hands, every bit of it. Take me, God. I am yours. And if you have said that for the first time in your life with absolute earnestness, I want to welcome you to the family because that is the moment of absolute salvation. Counted the cost. You don't care what anyone thinks anymore. It's like it's brand new day. Today's your day. It's a day of salvation. It's a Freedom Friday like you've never known. And I want to welcome you to the family. If that's you, just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. We want to send you a quick resource that's going to help you. Text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. Coming up, we've got a lot of cool content for you today. Merry Christmas, guys. We even got trivia coming up here. Hang on. We're not ringing our bells because it's Christmas. We're ringing our bells because after a long, successful streak, Carl got the time wrong. I blew it. By an hour. You guys didn't catch it. We yeah, didn't. we didn't. But it was you, a boom crew. Uh, who you scared? Panic. Who scared were thinking, someone. man, I'm an hour later than I thought I was. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh-oh. I'm so sorry. Wrong time, Carl. I'm done. I'm not going to do the time anymore. All right, let's get on to Christmas trivia. <laughs> All right. Let's get on something that matters here. Got a little Christmas trivia. We have two contestants. We have Jennifer from Lake Zurich, Abby from Schaumburg. Here are the rules. Very simple. Each of you get three questions. The person to get the most answers correct wins. Now, if you miss a question, your partner or your uh, your opponent can decide to answer that same one correctly or get a new one. Jennifer, Abby, are we ready to go? I'm ready. Fantastic. We're going to start with Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, your question. What was the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Jennifer, what was the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Um, it's a wonderful life. Ah, sorry, that's not correct. That, oh, well, that should be correct. <laughs> Abby, would you like to give it? Abby, do you want to take this one or you want a new question? I'll take it. Uh, Home Alone? That is correct. Yes. Abby gets the steal for Oh, point. that shows our society's in decline. <laughs> it's a great movie. No, okay, it's... Jennifer, back to you. What is it called when people go around Christmas time singing from door to door? What is the practice called where people go door to door singing around Christmas time? What's it called? Caroling. Caroling, that is correct. Point for Jennifer. (laughs) Abby, back to you. This is another movie question. In Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, what was the first name of Scrooge? What is the first name of Scrooge in A Christmas Carol? That's my favorite movie. Oh. Five more seconds. It, give it, give it to, to my opponent. I, 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 I'm it's okay, <laughs> Jennifer. Do you want to steal this one, or you want a new question? No, I'll steal it. It's Ebenezer. That is yes, correct. Ebenezer. Yes, Ebenezer. Point for Ebenezer's Jennifer. Screen. Someone's got to help me track up points and questions. Uh, two here. Jennifer, one Abby. Okay, Abby, next question. What do people yes, traditionally put on top of a Christmas tree? The star. A star ornament or the star. That's what they should. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not right? It's not right. It's not right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, my heavens. Lord have mercy. (laughs) 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 
He does. There's, for that. There's, new, mercy. there's new mercy this morning. Yes. Uh, are we back to Jennifer? For yeah. the steal? Jennifer. Jennifer, if you get this one correct, you will be our winner today. Jennifer, you want this one or a new question? What? I'm going to try it because I think it's an angel. It is an, an angel. angel. With oh. three correct answers, Jennifer from Lake Zurich is the winner of all. I can't. No, I can't take it. Great job, Jennifer. Great job. No, 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 Abby. You're too kind. You get one too. I'm giving you one. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) We are so full of grace and mercy around here. Gets the bragging rights, but both of you get a Carl. Yes. Thank you you for playing our Carl and Crew Christmas trivia. Oh, I love that, Jennifer. Yeah. Who are you going to tell that you won Allie's Christmas trivia? Who's the first person you're going to tell? Um, well, I'm at work, so <laughs> I might call my husband. We're both sick right now, so I'll probably call him and then I'll brag to everybody at work. Right. There, there you go. go. There, there you go. go. Get Aww. better, Jennifer. Yeah. And I don't know if you should be at work. You sound pretty sick, young yeah, lady. Yeah, just a It's okay. all good. All right. Okay, good. Thanks for playing along. Woohoo! Carlin Crew hard. Christmas There's a hard trivia. worker right there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, way to go, guys. Uh, stay on the line. You get your mm-hmm. Christmas trivia Carlin Crew prize gonna, packs. Are we going to repeat this at any other time? For oh, those yeah, who we're going to do this again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who knows when, who but knows we're going to do it again. This is a lot of fun. Got, Turn got, it up. I got okay. more questions. The Christmas so. tree let the Christmas spirit Then we'll have some do some caroling. That's Whoa. what you do when you go to door singing. Yes, the answer was in the song. I'm done giving the time around this joint. As you should be. Deck the house with bells of holly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. It's Carlin Crew Mornings. Bringing a little joy to your life. Yeah. Maybe some indigestion. <laughs> Probably oh. both. Who knows? <laughs> I'm not going to do the time anymore. I don't know why I was tempted to do it right there. I'm done. <laughs> I'm retired from that. Allie, it's your job. Okay. I am done telling time around here. I went for so long. You did. You did really Many well. Many months. Yeah. Probably because I just wasn't doing it. <laughs> All right. We're going to have Christmas <laughs> trivia coming up again. It's Carlin Crew mornings here, guys. We've got uh, coming up, by the way, Corey Brooks. We want to get an update on Project Hood. Yes. There is some good stuff happening. My goodness. You look at what's going on in Chicago and you think, man, is there any is there any hope for neighborhoods that have been so battling violence? There is a piece of good news that, man, I want more people to be reporting on this. You got that right. Yeah. CBS picked it up. We had to. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. You know what we need right now? What's that? What do we Come need? Come on. Huh? You know what we need right now? What do we need? We need the crooner to give us a little Christmas number. All right. Oh, what you got, Big Daddy? You want to do the uh, the OG Freedom Friday Christmas number that I had earlier this, uh, this morning? Oh, yeah. Did you get some music? No, I, I mean... I can get it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas instrumental behind it. Yeah, that's what you need. Okay, you gotta have an in, little yeah. instrumental work that up. We gotta we gotta bring that back because Young Thunder is. I mean, he did a remix last week of Joy to the World. It got mixed reviews, but I think that this <laughs> one. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> it's okay, Carl. It was a, it group. was like a punk version. So oh no, he tried to, yeah. he tried little, to go punk rock day. with his. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no, his Joy to the World. It got mixed reviews. 
But I think this one is a solid winner. Oh, no, this is a winner. He, it's, wrote, some, it's an original. he wrote some lyrics. This yeah. is an original. Yeah. You, so, are you ready to go? Uh, let's see. I think so. Are you good? Yeah. A lot of buttons to push in There's there. There's a lot of buttons to All push right, in there. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Friday. Everywhere you go. Chains are breaking now left and right Freedom in Christ is so in sight Knocking at your door It's beginning to look a lot like Friday The boom crew's calling in Sharing stories from death to life Adding purpose to pain and strife That's the love of Christ Wow! That's I love it. that. That thing is fantastic. That's our Freedom Friday Christmas song. That's there amazing. There you go, everybody. Get that loaded up because next, next week from today, you're going to sing it again. Okay. So. That is great. Way Thank to go. You. Thank you. Give, it's give, fun. Give him a hand, guys. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Fantastic. Good. I'm glad you guys I'm liked really it. I'm proud of you. That's great. The stuff we get to do around here is crazy. The stuff Jonathan gets to do around here is crazy. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Let's clarify that. <laughs> the stuff that's on my contract is crazy. <laughs> Must sing at Carl's request. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, the good thing about Young Thunder is he's such he a sport. It. He I Jonathan, it. sing this. I okay. Live for it. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. I live for it. It's like my adrenaline rush for the day. <laughs> Too cute. Oh, boy. I, I really love that. Okay, coming up, we got a good man with us, don't we? Yeah, his name is Corey Brooks. I promise, I know we've been teasing this Oh, no, this forever. <laughs> Allie keeps waiting and our waiting bad, and waiting. bad. That's the last time. Well, maybe the second to last time we're going to tease it. Then I promise it's coming. Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, we have got a guest who's going to give you a vision for what it is to change our city. He is the rooftop pastor. You've heard from him several times on this program. His name is Corey Brooks. He is a pastor, and he's the founder and CEO of Project Hood, which is a community development corporation. He's been in the process of raising, spearheading the fundraising of this large amount of money to build a community center. We have some really good news. We got some great news. Corey, an article comes out, CBS Chicago, and it's uh, citing Project Hood as the impetus for declining crime rates in Woodlawn. How about them apples, Corey? Absolutely. That's awesome. And, you know, we've been working hard and really trying to change the neighborhood and you know, share the gospel with as many people as we possibly can. And we're starting to see the impact of lives are being changed and violence is going down. So what does it take to drive down violence numbers in a community like Woodlawn? That's a great question. Well, one, it takes a lot of prayer. Two, it takes programs. Three, it takes a lot of people. And four, it takes a lot of participation. We've been able to garner a lot of support of people from around Woodlawn, especially those who have been in gangs and get them involved in our programs and just really doing everything we can to help them get on track. And I think that's been a large response to um, the decrease in the violence and the murders and shootings that we've been seeing in Woodlawn. You know, there's a move afoot right now because of this crazy college bailout thing that's going on. And I'm not, it doesn't matter where I stand on that thing. That doesn't matter. But the cost of college is going through the roof. I mean, it's it's like a college education at the average college now is like 40, 50K a year. And kids come yeah. out and a lot of them have degrees that aren't even usable. You got to, you know, and yeah. they got medieval art for a degree and it's hard to go get any work. 
you're finding that if we can equip kids with skill sets, Corey, they're, they're needing plumbers, carpenters, bricklayers. The, yes. the sky's the limit, isn't it, Corey? Absolutely. There's a big shortage around the country on uh, workers who are in the construction field. And so we, we believe that we can get people to get into the trades. You know, everyone is not going to go to college. Everyone doesn't have a college mindset. That should not negate you from uh, living the American dream. And so we want to teach the trades. We teach uh, carpentry. We teach HVAC. We teach plumbing. We teach electrical. We also are going to have an automotive class there at Ooh. the center as well. And uh, we believe we can use these skill sets uh, to give people the talents and skills that they need to get their life transformed and start living a life. And, you know, I, I call it the American dream because everyone should have an opportunity. to do Right it. on. Now, homicides in Woodlawn are down about 35 percent. A big part of what Project Hood is doing is these outreach workers. Talk about these uh, outreach workers. What are they doing and who are they? So we have 15 full time workers from all the different uh, sectors of our neighborhood, ex-gang members who all work together, who have gone through trauma counseling, who've gone through conflict resolution, and they help us to eliminate or de-escalate the violence in their own particular areas. They allow us to get out ahead of the, the violence. They allow us to make sure that there's no retaliation. We're able to call groups together and have conferences and peace treaties and things like that. So those 15 workers who work full-time, they're in the streets. They're working with these individuals who are shooters or likely to be shot. And that's one of the ways we've been able to get them in programs and we've been able to decrease the violence. Unbelievable. Wow. All right, guys, Project Hood, that's our keyword, Hood. And uh, some of you want to be a part of this. What is this? This effort is $35, $35 million. Right now, Corey's got $20 million. That means we got a $15 million gap but we can close it. You know how? One gift at a time. This Christmas, think about it, guys, right now. I want you to think about this. How about a few shekels down to Project Hood right now? And what this will do, Project Hood is already doing phenomenal work. You heard about the outreach worker, uh, what they're doing on they're the working. streets. They are working. And already. now the, this next step is to build this community center that's really going to be a hub, a place where people can get health care and education and job training and all of these different things that are needed in a neighborhood. So if you want to get information on Project Hood, on the different initiatives, just text the word HOOD to 3 312-274-9624 hood to 312-274-9624. Corey, I got to tell you, most of my heroes are dead German theologians, but you're one of my heroes that's still alive. <laughs> well, thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. And I want to thank the Boom Crew for always supporting us and always uh, praying for us. And I, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we love you, man. Thank you so much. Corey Brooks, again, the key word is hood to 312-274-9624. Hard to do it when it's up against the wall, but you can get three quarters of the way around mine. Oh, around your what? Christmas tree. Oh, the rocking Christmas around tree. it. Uh, fair. Walk, rocking partially around the Christmas tree. It's Carlin Crew Mornings here. We've got Allie's terrific Christmas trivia right now. That's time for that. Allie, take it away, sister. Okay, here are the rules. The first person to get three questions correct will be our winner. We'll go back and forth. If you miss one, your opponent has an opportunity to either steal and answer that question or get a new one. First one to three wins. There we go. 
All right, let's get them in here. We got Cheryl from Wheaton, and we got Joe on the road back to Ohio. Yep. Good morning. Good morning. Cheryl, you're up first. You ready for your first question? Absolutely. Okay, Cheryl, in the movie Miracle on 34th Street, it's based on a real-life department store. What is it? The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. What is it, Cheryl? Macy's? That is correct. One point for Cheryl. Joe, you're up next. In the movie Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Where are the McAllisters going on vacation (laughs) when they leave Kevin behind? They're going to France. What? Uh, you are correct. Yes, yes that's yes, correct. They are that's going it. to France. We are tied. Woo. Yes, okay, Cheryl, you got some song lyrics here. What words follow Silent Night in the song? So it Holy starts. Night. Man. There you go. Very it. nice. Okay. Joe, you're up. What country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Oh, now we're getting tougher. What country yeah. started the tradition of putting up? That would be Germany. What? He gets My it. Goodness. You are correct. Yes, are, we tied two, are we tied two to two? Tied yes, two we are. to two. Yes, yeah. we are. Cheryl, you are up. In the song Winter Wonderland, what do we call the snowman? Oh, boy. Sing it in your head if you need to. Carson Brown. Yes. <laughs> Sing it. It'll help you. Okay, Joe. For the Is it Carson t- Brown? Yes, yes. You are Carson Brown. Man, you're okay. on a roll. Okay, Joe, this is your opportunity. To, it'll be all tied up at three if you get this answer correct. How many gifts in total were given in the 12 Days of Christmas song? I've got three options for you. A, 12 total gifts. B, 144 total gifts. Or C, 364 total gifts given in the 12 days of Christmas. Mm. Think about this one. What's your answer? A, 12, B, 144, or C, 364? 364. That is correct. Yes. Very Nothing's nice. getting by Joe wow. this morning. Nothing's phasing these they're two. I love it. So they're tied up at they're three? Tied. They are. Okay. So this Tiebreaker. answer, the, we're in sudden death. I'm going to read a question. The first person to shout out the correct answer will win. Okay? Which fairy tale was the first gingerbread house inspired by? Hansel and Gretel. Gretel. Oh, Cheryl got it! Cheryl is our boom crew. But you know what? What? I am such a pushover. Joe wins too. (laughs) Cheryl gets the win, but they both get Carl and crew prize. They both do. Oh, that was good. You guys got every question answer missed in this one. No. My goodness. Cheryl, you get bragging rights. Yeah. You get bragging rights. You get to Thank tell you. everyone you beat someone on the road heading to Ohio. Oh, my. I don't want to beat anybody in Ohio. Well, All right. Well Way done. to go, guys. Stay on well the horn. Done. Stay on the horn. Good job. Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Take it away, Allie. 12 days of Christmas. Do we have our call in winter today? It looks like we do. Let me introduce Anita from Bolingbrook, who's today's call-in winner. Congratulations, Anita. You are today's big winner. I want to be so loved. I'm so excited. Good. (laughs) Anita, okay, so I'm going to have you give Young Thunder some instructions. He's going to be grabbing your gift today. Would you like a gift bag or would you like a box? Or, or... 
brown wrapped. Well, I was going to go for a box. A box? Okay, do you want white wrapped or green wrapped? Oh boy, we're getting specific now. You get to pick. Green would be great. Green, okay, green it is. I've been, I've had my eye on this one. Have you really? That is a pretty pattern. Okay, here we go. Ooh, that's nice and big. It's got a good weight to it, too. Okay. He's unwrapping the bow. It's beautifully These nice wrapped. ribbons. That red and black buffalo check. What do you call check. this? Don't tear. Buffalo check print. Buffalo check. And not, then... Not buffalo chip. <laughs> buffalo check. And then some green and black wrapping paper. This is called Deck the Halls, this gift. That's the gift. Ah. Okay, oh. the box says our place okay, on it. Carl, I haven't got what, it all the way what open is it? yet. <laughs> Okay, let me tell you what this is. Yeah, you tell me, Carl. Yeah, pull that open, though. I'm working it. Oh, they taped it shut. It's like when you're Here. a kid on Christmas. Use this pen. Yeah, give me a pen. Well, Thank we you. All... Okay. We'll give some details on I will be careful. I will not hurt the box, I promise. Okay, <laughs> Carl, tell no, them no, what go. they want. Okay, here's what we've got. Deck the halls. Uh, our place always pans from sauces to stews to stir fries. The best-selling do-anything-always-use-always pan is designed to replace eight traditional pieces of cookware. I'm into that. Good grief. And it looks pretty good, too. Uh, It says tag us on Facebook and social media to let us know what dish you whipped up so we can join you next year. This is really cool. I love that. So basically, Allie, this one pan replaces eight. Oh, yes. I know all about this That's one. That's awesome, pan. and it's got like a little uh, pan scrubber here too. This, this is, is awesome. a great, great little dish. This nice is going to be a real utility oh, oh, player oh, oh, in oh, your kitchen, thing. Anita. Are we unwrapping the whole yeah. thing for her? Oh, they're okay. pulling everything <laughs> out. Look at this. It's got a bench. The steamer. guys look like they really like to get one too. Yeah, <laughs> you better Facebook. believe it. This thing's good. Hang on, Anita. I gotta cook a Christmas dinner. Anita, I'm not sure you're getting one. <laughs> Me and Carl are gonna take Carl's it all. Carl's got his eye on it. Jonathan, who is our online winner who's gonna be getting the same prize as Anita? Yes, congratulations to Aaron from Rolling Meadows. You are our online winner today. Woo-hoo! Congratulations to Aaron and Anita, both taking home this always our our. What is it called? Our, our pan? place. Our place always. I love this pan. I had in my eye on it. This was actually. You own one? <laughs> no, this is the one I suggested that we get. So oh, I'm, I'm, I want to nice? get one myself. So I, nice. I love it. Thank you, Allie. Beautiful. Yeah, way to go, Allie. Okay, good job, guys. Couple of winners there. It's not too late for you. Get your name in the hat. You're going, man. I thought these guys are giving away candy bars and Carl's books. This is way better than that. (laughs) If you want to be eligible to be an online winner, text the word. Okay, we lost Jonathan on that one. Two seven four nine six two four. Text the word Christmas. Three one two. Your Christmas wrapping on your head. Nine six two four. We're can- losing it in here. The candy bars in Carl's books. That was really funny. Well, that's what people thought they were getting. Now they're realizing. Oh man, I better get my name in the hat. We're crying out loud. We got a real gift thing given away here. That's right. It's really cool. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.